Welcome to Flicks, my name's Daniel Swan. This is episode 101 in which we... Oh, it should have been in which we talk about what we don't like about movies, like a Room 101 thing. Uh, I've only just thought of that. We're talking about her instead, the Spike Jones. Oh, bollocks, that's really a good idea. Spike Jones, at the risk of stating the obvious, is a strange and talented chap. Getting his start as a photographer in the world of skateboarding, he indulged his love of filmmaking with promo videos for various teams, which then led on to some of the most iconic music videos of all time, including Buddy Holly by Weezer, Sabotage by the Beastie Boys, and Weapon of Choice and Praise You by Fatboy Slim. Do you recognise any of them, just from the titles? Um... Some of them, yeah. Nice. Uh, making the jump to feature films with 1999's Being John Malkovich, Jones's offbeat visual style meshed perfectly with Charlie Kaufman's utterly bizarre script, and the film was a huge success, earning Jones an Oscar nomination for Best Director. Being nominated for an Academy Award for your very first feature-length directorial effort is a tough thing to top, but Jones did it with his first feature-length screenplay for a little film called Her. Being nominated for and subsequently winning Best Original Screenplay. But Crash won the same Oscar a decade before, so that's no guarantee of quality. Which I think is maybe a little bit harsh. I was looking for um, mm. a bad example, as there always is with... Of, like, be- original screenplay. Yeah, there always is for kind of... Oscars yeah. that are given to like terrible films yeah. um, but best original screenplay actually almost unanimously very very strong mm, let's, let's just as a, a very very brief diversion because I was quite astonished by it um, Get Out last year Manchester by the Sea the year before Spotlight, Birdman which I wasn't a huge fan of but it was a good script, Her which is obviously what we're talking about today. Django Unchained, Midnight in Paris, which I haven't seen, but you saw that, didn't you? I've seen, yeah. Did you like it? Yes, it was interesting. Also, you just love Woody Allen, do you? No. Disgusting. The King's Speech, uh, The Hurt Locker, Milk, Juno, Little Miss Sunshine, Crash, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Lost in Translation. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, it's a good it's a it's a very 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 strong category. Anyway. Back to the impeccably written introduction. Um, we too, you and I, Tiffany B. We too. And I uh, will be the judges of whether this story of a man falling in love with Scarlett Johansson's voice warrants the plaudits or whether it is just AI embarrassment. Wow. AI. Got it. I got it. A- an, an embarrassment. AI a- a- embarrassment. You know, it would be an embarrassment, so it's not AI. You come up with a better one, because I'd spent ages thinking about that, and it, <laughs> I couldn't come up with anything. Well, I don't know of something better. Exactly. But I also don't know of something worse. Oh! Ah! Just joking. Tiffany B. Yeah. So I've seen this film before. Indeed. You had seen this film never before. That's correct. What did you think? In a spoiler-free context, yeah, what did you think? Spoiler-free. Um, I thought it was very good. Very. It was good. a very good-looking film. Yes. Um, with very good acting. Yes. And um. Uh, like a, a really compelling, interesting story at its centre, which I wasn't expecting. No, I think it's not. It's not. It doesn't do what it says on the tin. It what were you thinking going in? I just thought it was literally like only about him falling in love with his computer. Yeah, and um, I feel like it's about a lot more than that, and that that makes it a lot more compelling to me. That hooked you. That kept you involved. Yeah, because I thought. 
I don't know. I thought, well, you know, I think it's easy to fall in love with a computer. Mm-hmm. To some extent, you know, if you're lonely or whatever, mm-hmm. um, especially if you can program it to be what you want it to be. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I think I didn't think that would really hold my attention, really. Okay. Um, but it did. Nice. Because I think, like I say, it did more than just a. Yeah. What if? Mm. What if a man fell in love with his computer? Mm. Like it does that, but it does more than that. So yeah. I think it's um, yeah. Uses that story to tell a larger. Exactly. Make yeah. larger comments on the human condition. Yeah. So I thought it was very good. It was quite long, but I thought it didn't feel it. No. Um, which is always good. And bear in mind when you're saying it was very, it was quite long. That's Tiffany long. So it's about two hours. Yeah, which I think we need to change the standard. Like nowadays, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, it's only two and a half hours. No, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that is an obscenely long, bloated film. It's 126 minutes, so it's two hours and six minutes. That's. I think when you're getting over two hours, for me, that's a long film. Okay. But anyway, okay. it didn't feel it. Yeah. You didn't get that kind of impatience to be like okay let's wrap it up yeah. that you that i often do with other films. didn't feel flabby no exactly nice what did you think i thought it was very good you um, like it didn't you yeah i really liked it at the start um the the trailer for it uh really sold me on it and i i thought it was gonna be right up my street uh and i was very pleased to find that it was it was it was on your street living next door to me yeah and i said morning and said huh i said are you all right mick i don't know where i'm going this with that. spoiler free thing has taken a turn into nonsense nonsense yeah but it, you know it's it's all part of the the charm of the podcast that's true to you know we're the stars the films are kind of secondary i think <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Now we've, now we've hit 100. It's we all about care. us. Oh, films. We put in the time. Uh, yeah. Now we're just going to talk about what we want to talk Reap about. the rewards. I had a pina colada tonight and it oh, was great. Oh, that's why, yeah. Okay. What do you mean that's why? I'm just saying, when you have a pina colada, <laughs> you get a little crazy. Things get weird. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think it's really good. I think it's it's anchored by a terrific central performance by um, Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. um, who has a hell of a job mm. because mm. it's all about him and largely acting on his own. Yeah, even the conversations that he's having with the the secondary lead, it's just all shots of him. Yeah. So he is he is on. If you don't like Joaquin Phoenix's face, yeah. Then this is not the film. Move for you. along. Yeah, move along. Um, go and watch, uh, you know, any number of other films. That don't, anything. Don't have them at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I think it's really good. I think it's one of those kind of <sighs> quiet little stories that are filled with kind of humanity filled with kind of little interesting bits about people, interesting characters, interesting situations. None of it's very kind of shouty, which it could be because it mm. ultimately gets into some pretty kind of crazy places. Yeah. But it's all very small. Yeah. Um, which I love. I think is really, really cool. Um, yeah, it's very that kind of like applying a situation to a real life person. Yeah. Not um, you know kind of fantastical not going mm. too far down there which yeah I think I also might have thought it was that a bit more like you know and now robots are going to take over the world yeah type of thing yeah which like gosh again again ugh seen this before um, yeah I think it looks really nice as you said I think it sounds really nice the soundtrack's really good yeah has a real feel to it the world that it creates mm. set in you know the not too distant future 
and the world it creates feels very um, complete. Mm. Um, yeah, I just I think it's really really good and very well deserving of uh, yeah the best original screenplay because it's very original. It is, yeah. And very worthwhile. And I think that's what made it most enjoyable, I think, is its originality. Yeah. Because, like I say, when you see it, or at least when you're me and you see it, you think, oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go again. Here no. we go again. No, but you know, like... Here we go again, she says. Have I not heard this before? Have I not heard this before? <laughs> <laughs> Have I not heard this before? This bloody story... I can't remember last time I went to movies and saw a film that didn't involve a man falling in love (laughs) with an operating system. It's his derivative. Are you done? Please continue. But yes, I thought it was original. (laughs) That's the conclusion. Conclusion. So you'd recommend it? Yes, I would. Things good? I do. Nice. Do we have a specific thing now for the end of the spoiler-free thing? I don't think I we do like really. It's just kind of chat for a bit. It's just chat for a bit. It's all very loosey goosey. So it's only loose. when we get into that spoiler-filled section that we really hit that structure. structure hits in. And then we will not waver from the process Girl! of judging films. Five points. Um. So that was our spoiler-free review of her. Um, if you haven't seen the film, um, I think we're both saying go and see it. Do please do. Please. Or just watch it on Netflix. It's on Netflix. That's how we saw That's it. That's yeah. the easiest way. US Netflix. I don't know what about mm. the UK ones, but I mean, I'm sure DVDs not going to be too expensive. Wouldn't Why are you quibbling about price? I mean, get off my case. It's a great film. Just go watch it. Gosh. Um, if you have seen the film and you're eager, nay, desperate to hear what Tiffany B and myself uh, thought of it in full spoilerific detail, your wait is almost over. Um, we're going to have a, a jingle uh, and then we're going to get into it. But people who are leaving us at this point, all of you thousands of people who are leaving us at this point, thanks so much for listening. You're all wonderful people and your hair looks great today for everyone else strap yourselves in the ride has only just begun we're just about to spoil this film so i'm telling you it won't be groovy if you listen any further without watching the movie it's spoilers so that was the jingle we are now past the point of no return headlong into our spoiler filled section where we will be dealing with the nitty and indeed the gritty of her um, directed, written and directed by Spike Jones um, with our patented five point rating system to get our full conclusions to get our full conclusions Tiffany B yes Give us a point, will ya? Give us a point, will ya? I've only had porridge all day. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> That's not true at all. Um, okay, so let us begin. Please. At the beginning. Oh! No, not really. I just said it like that because I thought it was interesting. It is very interesting. Oh, okay. You hooked me. Well, be prepared to get unhooked because... <laughs> um, no, I think... Let's begin with the central person, the the main driving force of the film, as we nice. discussed, which was Joaquin Phoenix. 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 Um, Playing. Uh, What's his name? It's a weird name. You can remember it. I know you can. I believe in you. Um, Theodore. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Oh, Twombly or something. Twombly. Yes. Theodore Twombly. How good it like can you just tell me how amazing I am for a moment? You are incredibly amazing. Thank you for the sincerity. Anyway, <laughs> I'm pretty pleased with that. I rarely remember anything. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> um, such an asset to the podcast. <laughs> 
Um, yes. So anyway, I thought, I thought, yeah, this film lived and died by his performance. Yeah. And it was, it was very good. Yes. You know, in large part because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he, he was very believable, very relatable, uh-huh. very kind of subtle. My favorite kind of acting. Oh. Subtle. Um, and, uh, endearing and like I feel like he had a lot of there was a lot going on with that character really yeah um, and there were a lot of different kind of highs and lows and mm-hmm. emotional kind of turmoil that was going on throughout it um, and I thought he did such a good job yeah. of of really portraying that and often without not verbally often it was just yeah. like a shot of him like considering something yeah or you know and I thought those were the really like really lovely moments in the mm. film where it was like him and you can kind of tell what he's thinking or you can tell yeah. at least what he's thinking about or or what how he feels about that thing um and so yeah I thought it was really good and I also think that you know this role was really tricky because he had to show falling in love with one side yeah like without another person there and I know you have the voice and whatever but it's just not the same and Mm. so there are parts like when they go on that little weekend away thing yeah where he's like playing around and dancing around and all of that and he's doing it by himself and you could look like a right idiot doing (laughs) that but he didn't he looked like he was genuinely having fun yeah and like felt very relaxed and was himself you know and so yeah I just thought I mean aside from anything else I suppose one of the the things that made him easy to like is he's a very likable person yeah you know he's a a nice chap he seems to be but i do think that that was a very hard role yeah and that somebody else wouldn't have done as good of a job yeah it's it's often said that um acting is reacting yeah and with this film it's because you're only visually getting his side of the conversation yeah He's. You can see how he reacts to yeah. every single thing that she says. Yeah. So, like, when he's talking and when he's not talking, you're still looking at him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's very. Still, it's kind really of a really intense job. I imagine. Yeah. Kind of uh, naked, kind of very exposing. Yeah. Situation because you can't There's rely on moment. kind of edits or yeah. or we'll cut away to her. So we'll maybe so on this when it cuts back, it can be a different take yeah. or it can be a different. Yeah. You can mess up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just think overall he was very, very good, and I think that that um, kind of really lifted the film for me. Yeah. Even if the storyline hadn't have been that good, I think yeah. his performance was very, very good. As a character study. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Give me a point, will you? All I've right. only had porridge all day, also. Oh, porridge. Um, I will say my first point will be um, Theodore Twombly. Oh, oh Twombly. Twombly. What about him? Um, Do I, you mean the character or the acting of the character? I mean, I think it's difficult to... Um, I think both are very good. It's difficult to kind of split them into into two. I thought it was performed very, very well. Um for all the points that you um, brought up. Mm. Uh, yeah, a very kind of exposing performance, a very kind of demanding performance because it, you know, large parts of it is just him. It's just him on screen. So, and I think he did really, really well with it. Um, I'm a big fan of Whacking Phoenix. Mm. Like, so saw this, we watched that You Were Never Really Here film yeah. earlier this year. He's very good in that. Yeah. He's really... He has a kind of quietness about yeah. him. Yeah. That that I think a lot of other actors could learn from. Mm. He has a steady, confident quietness that I think a, He does works. a lot kind of without talking. Yeah. yeah. He really seems to kind of inhabit that, the characters that he plays. Very, mm. very good. Um, but yeah, also as he was written, Theodore, you get, you know, you kind of, like you said, you hear the kind of basic premise of the film, man falls in love with an artificial intelligence. And you think, oh, this could very easily be a kind of cartoon character of a kind of 
Hmm. big fat geek and he's all awkward and nervous and you know never had a girlfriend all of that kind of stuff but he is very believably very understandably very empathetically just a lonely guy Hmm. um just at that time at that time like not not a kind of chronically lonely person but at that time you know he's going through a rough stage in his life very rough stage um and it yeah it it just he's such a the the reason that it's so easy although i guess the reason that he's having such a tough time of it is just that he's very very sensitive yeah he's just a very sensitive um character and the things that you know would affect anybody are affecting him twice Mm. as hard because he's very you get the sense that he's all heart he's Mm. all he's very kind of open book open book he's very earnest um and when he feels things he feels them all the way yeah um and yeah that they they show that in in a lot of different ways and it's it's a really yeah as as i think we've we've said many times before in in you know real life people as with film characters earnestness is a very difficult quality to dislike mm. it's it's as as kind of um you know automatic a thing as possible because some people you know you can yeah. be nice yeah you can be not you can be funny and be you know and some people like it but you can be funny in the wrong way and other people won't like it you can yeah. be assertive and some people really glom onto that and assertive and other people will be like oh he's just a bit of a dick mm. but being earnest I think it's a really cold hearted person who doesn't just warm to that entirely yeah. um, and he's just a very earnest guy um, but he's yeah and he's not and yes you, you know he kind of plays video games as you'd imagine um, this kind of lonely character would but then he also kind of goes out and drinks and he has that weird like chat room moment at the beginning of the film and he kind of he just feels very rich feels like a very yeah complex yeah yeah, full character Mm. Um, and like you say if he hadn't there's a good chance that this whole film could have crumbled down because he plays such an important part in it yeah yeah I mean a huge part yeah it's um, like a kind of Tom Hanks and Castaway type of thing. Yeah. It's like if if you're not any good, this is all going to be terrible. Yeah, yeah, um, and he does it very well. Mm. Um, so Theodore Twombly, tick slash slash Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Um, yes, two big thumbs up there, guys. Well we done go. to thumbs the to up. the pair Okay, so I'm going to go from a thumbs up. A thumbs down. Jesus Christ, woman. This is where Who I we am. are. I don't know what I was going to say there. <laughs> Started that sentence, and here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you'll get it back, babe. You'll get it back. It's all right. It's been a long day, has it? No. Um. <laughs> um my next point is a is a negative, and it is about Scarlett Johansson. Scar Jo. So I, it's a, it's a it's a minor negative, I would say. Minor. Because so basically, to summarise the negative, although I think she did a very good job mm-hmm. overall, I think in the particular area where they're like really first meeting and starting mm. to connect and whatever. She's too much, too perfect, too giggly, too like, oh my God, I'm making a joke. <laughs> and it's just a bit like, whoa. Some of the bants didn't. Yeah, like it came across from him as, as genuine, but I don't know, it was a little bit, I found it a little bit cheesy or a little bit like, okay. ooh, that just doesn't feel natural or something. Okay. Um, And the reason I say it's minor is because... I wonder, as we were talking about it last night, whether there's some kind of part of the story where, you know, that was what she was meant to be. A little bit over the top, a little bit over-enthusiastic, a little bit overly kind of 
um, engaged with him and you know so yeah. because of it being a computer and yeah. it being dedicated to one person and um, but I just thought it was a little bit much in that kind of way when characters fall in love and it's all just too perfect yeah. and you're like wait a minute yeah. like let's just have a real moment here yeah where it's not perfect yeah um, and so I think that those beginning parts where she was just too funny and too you know yeah 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 like no 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 you've done all this work to create this flawed man like and I know she's a computer so how can she be flawed yeah. but it's just she she could have been still good without being perfect or could have been you know really well matched without being over the top and I think it was over the top yeah I can kind of get on board with that I yeah I I I can see where you're coming from with that this is a yeah there are a few kind of bits of their banter that come off as a little bit forced or a little bit yeah OTT when she's starting to make jokes and stuff yeah. at the beginning and it's just a little bit and it gets more natural I would yeah. say it feels more natural after a while and she does a very good job she's got a very difficult job I think but it's just towards that beginning part that I'm like let's just dial that down a little yeah. bit and then that would be better but again maybe that was intentional yeah I, I certainly don't think like she's a terrible actress yeah I just thought those parts were a bit much for me so maybe sure. it was the writing yeah or the directing or her acting I don't know but yeah it just it was a little or you know yeah maybe it was entirely intentional for it to cross over into being a little bit cheesy a bit over yeah the top. I don't know a little bit yeah that she was too perfect like that's how she was programmed at the beginning yeah and then as the film went along and she was learning more and developing more yeah she becomes she... more of a human yeah in terms of emotions and yeah yeah so I just thought it was a little bit over the top and that just had a little danger of disengaging me there okay at that part and I was like oh we're oh, wobbling oh Scar Joe um yeah which I was worried about but it I yeah would say it got a lot better yeah um yeah and I didn't really have a problem with her after that point but it was it was just that beginning bit yeah it's just that I like that subtlety yeah and I'm not mentioning her so I will mention her now um Amy Adams mm -hmm. it's a great lesson in subtlety yeah I think whenever she's on the screen she's always like she's always compelling and engaging but she's not like yeah. yeah all singing all dancing. I'm acting yeah it's, it always feels like similar and I think that's why it worked really well was mm. like Joaquin Phoenix Phoenix why can't <laughs> I say his name it's an N Phoenix no. as well um, they both have that kind of similar style I think yeah of it being a bit more calm and steady and yeah um, and I feel like that especially was juxtaposed against this kind of oh we're yeah. best friends and isn't it funny and let's let me tell a joke and you'll yeah. really laugh because it's hilarious got a little bit much mm. got a bit like rom-commy okay for me but okay. it like I say redeemed itself so it's a minor negative but a negative nonetheless enough to get a full point yes interesting interesting so Amy Adams isn't a kind of counterpointing plus no, 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 no. I just, I'm not going to discuss her in my points. I will not discuss Amy Adams. <laughs> because I don't think she was, like, strong enough to have a a point on her own. Okay. But I do, if she, because, mainly because her part was quite small. Yeah. Relatively. But I do love her and I think she's very good. Um, and it was just more of a little mention okay. rather than a whole point. Okay, okay. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I think there's there's an argument to be made that one of the things that it uh, that Samantha being so kind of effervescent as a counterpoint to Amy Adamson's character, who I think was still called Amy, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that that again maybe kind of one of the reasons that Theodore, because is is the implication at the end that there'll be something between? Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, and that. She, her emotions because she's like it's not all out on no. on front street it's not all obvious yeah and so she's a lot harder a tougher nut to crack yeah than Samantha oh yeah so for sure. again maybe yeah. that's a you know mm -hmm. 
I'm going to have another plus point, which is Samantha. Oh. oh. Got to hear this. Oh, I've got to hear this. Um, I just think that I, I do, I do accept and get on board that some of the bits of banter between them, as they're bonding, are a little bit crange. Yeah. Um, to to slip into French for a second there, um, but I think overall, the maybe this is more of the the way that the character's written more than the actual more than the performance maybe yeah although I did think that she did a, a good job um, and she does have that classic kind of breathy yeah kind of husky voice hello, hello I'm Scarlett Johansson <laughs> sounds like sounds that sounds nicer than that though what just saying um, but I really like the way that she develops and evolves and learns yeah throughout the film I think it's yeah. really clever that she starts off very like right from the beginning when she's like oh I just read a book yeah a baby so she's obviously very book smart yeah right from the off but then as they're going through their relationship she kind of develops in a you know how to interact with people and how to be in a relationship yeah and like when they have the surrogate thing yeah because she feels bad that she can't have a body which is weird and a really kind of cool weird sequence mm. and then after that she's like you know I'm I'm not gonna that's her trying to pretend like sh- she's something else yeah but then she's like no that's not the right thing the right thing is for me to be comfortable with who I am yeah and stuff and so that's a kind of a nice development yeah. and and then later on when she develops into the kind of you know super AI or whatever and yeah she's I yeah I just love the idea that I just think it's done really well with her trying to communicate with him at the end mm. and he can't and he's can't. yeah because yeah. he's an idiot compared to her yeah um, she spent all of this time kind of growing and evolving um, and the whole thing of like it's like I'm reading a book but I'm reading it really slowly yeah and the space and the words are very sp- far yeah. apart and I'm existing in this infinite space in between the words and you're like what the fuck are you talking about but she obviously knows exactly what yeah. she's talking about and we don't because we're stupid humans I love stuff like that Yeah, just a real kind of conceptual kind of thing like tough to get your head around yeah I, yeah I, yeah. so I, th- I think the character the, the way that it develops and the way that she, she yeah it um. Yeah, kind of learns from each thing that they go through. Yeah. I think is really clever and yeah. really interesting. And um. Yeah, as much as he obviously has the the larger kind of, well, he has the mo- more important arc. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. She has this incredible arc herself. Yeah. Of you know. Learning and because she's you know created by man and lives in a world of man, mm. tries to become more human, but then realizes that that's very limiting, and so then she kind of becomes this whole other thing. And you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just think it, yeah, it very much appealed to the geeky kind of sci-fi nerd yeah. in me, her character, and yeah, the way mm. that she progressed throughout yeah. the film. Yeah, I think that was done really well. That kind of like what would yeah that what would it actually be like and if you gave these OS's yeah the ability to learn without kind of hampering the speed at which they do that then yeah like inevitably they're gonna it wouldn't take that long yeah the speed at which they're gonna be like outclassing and outthinking humans yeah. is like very quick yeah um yeah and so then, I know I think it's an interesting that a thing that I'd not thought about before because usually it's like okay now robots want to kill everyone. Yeah. Um, is just like if you give them that that kind of human consciousness or you know, ability to learn and desire to learn, then at some point they're gonna get bored. Yeah. Like aside from anything else. Yeah. You know, and so yeah, I thought it was really interesting kind of take on that. Really mm. interesting way of thinking about it. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, 
okay, let's stick to that kind of thing. I th and talk about the storyline for my point. Storyline. I've kind of mentioned this in the spoiler three, three, three area. Spoiler free area. Um, but I thought the storyline was great because it was about this, but it also wasn't about this. Okay, what do you mean? It was about him falling in love with his OS, mm -hmm. but it also wasn't. It was larger. It was about him getting over his ex. Yeah. And I thought that was great. Yeah. Because I haven't really like seen a love story like that. Yeah. Where it's like it's not about this really. Yeah. You know, you've seen love stories where it's like, well, they don't get together in the end. Yeah. But this was like, I don't know, it just felt more realistic. And mm. you, you felt like he was in love with her, for sure. Like yeah. You felt like that love was real and not just kind of like a rebound type of thing. Yeah. But the true kind of happiness and the true emotional kind of, you know, ending to the film is him writing a letter to his ex. Yeah. And kind of having a moment of letting go. Yeah. Um, and so and Amy Adams kind of having a similar thing yeah because she has the OS and you know yeah um, so yeah I just think it was really interesting to be like there's a, f a wider framework of his relationship mm. and telling the story of that relationship underneath yeah. all of this um, and allowing that to kind of seep into the story that, that is being told like yeah. the, the kind of surface level story yeah of him falling in love um, but if you think about it that relationship with his ex comes through throughout like yeah. not only through the kind of flashbacks and stuff but from like with meeting with her the kind of divorce papers are coming up yeah. and again and again even through Samantha and, mm. and do you know what I mean it, it, it when when he kind of uh, writes that letter and says like enough kind of thing it's it, it was only when he was reading the letter out that I was like oh yeah this is his story mm. this is what it's about like and yes there's a hint that he's like there's something with Amy his friend but ultimately it feels like the positive ending is him finding peace yeah and not with if you think about it not finding peace with what's her face Samantha yeah it's finding peace with um, whatever her name was Rooney Mara yeah what was her name Catherine was it yeah yeah and it's set up so well that last moment because yeah. you see him writing all of these letters yeah. throughout the film but that's the first one that he writes yeah. from himself from himself that's yeah. the only genuine one that he does yeah yeah so I think, yeah, I just love the, the storyline. I feel like it's very original mm. and I think it's therefore very well deserved. Yeah. Um, Oscar winner. But yeah, the, the storyline kind of takes you through um, on a different story, not just what you might, you know, not the surface level. There's more going on. Yeah. I think what happens versus what it's about. Yeah. 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 And that it's like, it's it's taking that story that kind of surface level story and being like not only what would it be like if someone fell in love with their computer but I don't know it's like really what would that be like Yeah. not like oh wouldn't it be cool if there was a story yeah. about a man who fell in love with his computer it's like well, who? what man what's he what's his past why is he there what's yeah. going on like you know, it's, there's a, so much detail, so much, so kind of, yeah, wealthy in that detail. Yeah. That it makes it a lot more interesting, believable, and compelling and thought provoking, I think. Yeah, you wonder whether it's the kind of idea that started as a one line, it started as a log line. Yeah. Like man falls in love with an, you know, artificially intelligent operating system. Yeah. And then that's the skeleton. And then he worked very hard to kind of put a lot of meat on the bones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that is my third point, and it is a positive. Positive. Um, I am going to 
mention something that I could have mentioned in the Theodore thing mm. that I chose not to because I think it's important enough to give it its own thing um, and something that was touched upon in your point oh. uh, is Theodore's job oh yeah um, because ultimately it's just a thing that you know it, it plays a certain part in the kind of plot of she you know sends his letters off and then they get published in, as a book mm. um, so it's obviously important to the thing but it could have you know it could have been anything yeah um, but it wasn't anything it was him acting as a surrogate writing letters for people that he's never met mm. and I think that's a just a really weird idea and the kind of weird idea that gives a world like this a lot of flavour and a lot of character but it's also the perfect kind of encapsulation of you know the issues that, that the film brings up and that the story brings up of you know his um, contentment with artificiality yeah. and the, the fact that You know, are these real emotions yeah. that he is feeling? Are these real emotions that Samantha is feeling? As she, you know, she has that moment mm. where she's like, "I don't know whether what I'm feeling is what I'm feeling, or it's just whether yeah. I'm, what I'm programmed to feel, and that makes me feel really sad." Yeah. Um, and so it's it's yeah, it just it adds to the film in so many different ways that yeah. it's just a weird future development thing. Yeah it's a, a kind of a show of who he is a show of what you know what kind of world this is um, that th this job exists um, yeah I just thought it was really it's just a, a in a film that has lots of ideas I really like I, like, I remember thinking of this when um, I watched The Dark Knight weirdly to take a slight tangent um the bit towards the end spoilers but it's old come on everyone's seen the dark knight mm -hmm. um at the end where um the joker's got all of the doctors and the clowns are keeping them hostage and the police snipers are there and they're like oh you know we can see all these doctors and we can see all these all these doctors tied up and all these clowns with guns but in reality the doctors are the you know the bad guys dressed up and the clowns are the hostages and they've got the guns tied to their hands and stuff but it's just dealt with as just this little kind of extra thing yeah and I just thought oh, how good is that that there's so much going on there's so yeah. many ideas so many that this really cool idea yeah. that could have anchored an entire final third in another film is just this little thing that happens yeah uh, and I think that yeah the, the kind of his job is another one of them there's so much going on mm so many interesting ideas going on in the film that yeah it kind of that you don't need to make a big thing of it mm. but it's just yeah I think it it says a lot in a lot of different ways yeah it's very um, yeah just very imaginative yeah I agree I have a similar point um, uh, yeah but I, I agree and I disagree because oh I God. think that I completely agree with you that this is like um, yeah an interesting kind of part of his character which which demonstrates his kind of um, relationship with yeah artifact artificiality and like reality or yeah. like um, I don't know what like honesty and like presence you know but then also in a positive way how sensitive he is yeah it does exactly it shows yeah. him almost like a poet yeah like so in touch with his emotions that he can have emotions for other people yeah as well as himself mm. but well I guess that's the point isn't it it's not as well as himself it's instead of himself yes and so that I think that although yes you're right that the job thing is kind of the side thing I think it underpins the whole film. Yeah. 
and that that mo like I say that moment at the end when he's writing that letter to his ex I think is so important and pivotal yeah because you've heard him t writing these letters mm. and you've heard how beautiful they are mm. and how you know emotional they are mm. and then you hear it, him actually speaking his own words mm. to his own you know to the person he needs to write a letter to yeah um and so i do feel like it kind of has this kind of theme it creates this theme underneath an yeah. underlying kind of buzz throughout of his like yeah comfort level i think is what you said yeah. and yeah with like artificiality with computer games mm. with samantha all of this but you don't really feel like he finds peace until the end mm. until he addresses his human relationships yeah with his ex and with his friend if not yeah. future girlfriend yeah um you know you feel like i feel mm. like this film is saying the the ai robot uh, the ai relationship is not as important or as real as yeah. the real human relationships yeah and that there is like you need to focus there that's yeah. where you need to focus to find happiness because yeah. this will keep you happy temporarily yeah but it will go it's it will fast end. food yeah exactly yeah and i think his job is like a kind of metaphor for that yeah throughout um yeah. and really really clever and interesting mm. i think it's like yeah the perfect idea of a job that he could have for yeah. this story and for him as a character yeah so i think i mean i guess it's the job in and of itself but it's also just the themes that mm. really are very pertinent throughout and very i think very sophisticated yeah in the way they're handled yeah because it's it's that it's that great story where and the great kind of um i mean am i going to be talking about this no maybe not let's do it um, as I, I I was saying yesterday it's the idea that the best sci-fi kind of uses the extraordinary to tell us something about the ordinary Yeah. uses these kind of far-flung conceits to kind of let to kind of m make some kind of point about who we are yeah. right now yeah um, and it it creates a world in which every part of that world has to serve that story or serve mm. that idea almost yeah more than the story yeah serve the 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 kind of the themes and the the, the concepts that are running through the whole thing yeah and yeah i think his job is a great example of that yeah i agree yeah it's your point babe so what was your point it was the same it was as the job yours. as well yeah okay. well it was kind of like the the metaphors throughout the fi the film that helped okay. with the themes but primarily the yeah film. yeah yeah nice um i'm gonna i mean my my next one's fairly similar you'd know that i'm a big fan of um fantastic mundanity yes. i love the 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 kind of uh conflagration of the incredible with the um ordinary yeah um, and I, th yeah, I think that the world that this film created was amazing. Because mm. um, in some ways, it feels very. It's in that great kind of science fiction way where some things are futuristic and some things are actually kind of old fashioned. Yeah. Um, which don't it doesn't make sense. But I think we're all we've always been conditioned to expect that kind of stuff from science fiction, yeah. Because science fiction always kind of reflects the times that it's in, yeah. as opposed to, um, and so the I feel like even in 2014 when this was made, the idea of you know paperless offices and all yeah. this kind of stuff was Speaking coming through and so and, yeah. the idea that all of this is on you know his job is all on paper and he's got to scan all the pieces of paper at the end seems kind of yeah. old fashioned and quaint um, but I think that the the fashion yeah. is all like with the high waisted trousers and stuff Yeah, all feels very um, believable Yeah, like in that way that you look at old fashion you know pictures yeah. from 
the oh, olden yeah, days. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, how do why do people wear this? And it's like, well, that's you know, people are going to say that about thing. how we dress today. Yeah. Um, and it's just a little, it's just a shade away from too much. Too much, and a shade away from today. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. it's not people wearing you know foil coats and you know whatever everything see-through like in blade runner yeah but it's like it's just a little yeah it's just a kind of you know half an hour in the future yeah yeah um so that's really good the tech um Mm. kind of makes sense yeah it's all very logical and you feel like it it's you know um you can it's it's believable yeah um, the yeah. buildings, the the kind of architecture, all all looks again just a little bit weirder than what we've got now. Yeah, not crazy. No, not so she noticed, but just a little bit, a little yeah. bit more. Um, I feel like the way that it was shot mm. kind of added to that. It's all very kind of light and airy. It's nice to have a kind of. I mean, I guess it's not necessarily a utopian future. Mm. But because all other futures seem to be dystopian, it feels utopian, mm. even though it just seems fairly ordinary. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I feel like the, the the kind of the way that it was shot, the 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 kind of the cinematography of it, the fact that everything seemed to be vaguely foggy. Yeah. Um, and the music was all very kind of light and ambient and plinky plinky. Yeah. It just all created this world that just felt utterly believable. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, a, yeah, uh, not an easy thing to do. No, definitely. And yeah, and really again, well. like very subtly. Yeah. Done. Not a kind of yeah Blade Runner. Yeah. Thing. More oh of my a god! Kind the, of... Everything's belching fire into the sky. Yeah. Why would that happen? That makes no sense. Yeah, much more kind of practical and logical and possible. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I have a, a kind of similar point. Well, I think it's a, like part of what you were saying, okay. which was just the cinematography and the look of it. Yeah, I think, I think it was a really beautiful film. Yeah, um, and I think that it used like we were watching one of those things about color the other day, and it didn't pick this out, but I thought um, color was used throughout this. Yeah. Like, and his kind of his mood was reflected in the colours he was wearing. Yeah. And the it was very pastely and yeah. like beautiful and yeah, this kind of smogginess made it all a bit kind of otherworldly. Yeah. Or like a little bit kind of dreamlike. Yeah. Um, but like you say, very realistic as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there was some lovely, lovely shots. I loved that there was so much thought given to yeah, like costume and the design and the the feel of the time. You yeah. know, um, yeah, I thought it was really. I'm not kind of sophisticated enough to know what was going on there, but I thought it was very beautiful. Yeah, it was a very aesthetically pleasing film. Yeah, yeah, it does just and some of the yeah the shots that were used and kind of use of light and it kind of glinting in various places it's yeah it it and it's it's weird because the fog 